Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Hi, everyone. What a pleasure to be able to connect with you once more. My name is Nestor, and for those of you that are joining us for the first time, I want to welcome you and everyone who calls Dayspring their home. We just want to say we love you. We are finishing today a series that we started a few weeks back called Renew My Attitude. In 2021, it's going to be a year where we're asking God for renewal where we're seeking God's renewal for our life. If you've missed any of those messages uh, of the past weeks, we want to let you know that you can find them on our website, our YouTube channel, and even our podcast. Today, I want to share a message with you on, on the topic of renewing yourself day by day. We need constant and daily renewal. But before we go into the message, what do you say if we start with a little bit of humor? The joke says that a man was renewing his car insurance by phone. When it was all said and done, he was ready to hang up when the agent said to him, may I ask if you have any pets? I have a dog, the man replied. Would you like to insure him too? The agent asked him. To which the man replied, get out of here. Why would I want to insure my dog when he doesn't know how to drive? <laughs> Let's pray and then we'll go into God's word. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are with us at all times. And Father, as we dedicate some time to just be in your presence, to focus on you, uh, just to be in a family, to be as individuals in your presence, we believe, Lord, that you're with us. Let your word transform us. Let your word encourage us. And let your word correct us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. To renew is to return something that has deteriorated to a better condition. To renew is to leave something, uh, to leave something through the process of restoration as if it was new. For example, if you want to renew your house and make it look good as new, you have to do several restorations on the inside as well as on the outside. On the inside, you may want to tear down a wall, put a new floor, uh, give a fresh coat of paint to the walls, and maybe upgrade the bathroom. Now on the outside, you might want to uh, change the yard, you might want to put some gutters, you might want to put a new roof, and so on and so on. And when we do these things, when we go through the process of restoring our house, it, 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 the end result is that the house looks new. Now, why would anybody want to go through this messy? If you've ever remodeled your house, if you've ever renewed your house, you know how messy and how uncomfortable that process is. Why would anybody want to go through that process? Simple. Because they want their house to look good. They want a better house. Now, this is key because as individuals, we also need to be renewed continually, day by day. Why day by day, Pastor Nestor? Well, because by nature and naturally, we don't get better. 
we worsen. If we are not renewing ourselves, we are deteriorating every day. We are getting worse day by day. And if you want to become a better person, if you want to reach new and higher grounds, if you want to be more like Jesus, which we should, then we need renewal day by day. We need to renew ourselves day by day. You know, nature points to the need for constant renewal. And it even gives us an example of how this process of renewal occurs. Every year, animals shed their skin, their feathers, and their fur. And they do it because they're growing or they do it because they need a stronger protection. Trees also shed their leaves. And they do it in order so that new ones can come out. And once animals shed their skin, their feather, or their fur, and once trees lose their leaves, the renewal process happens. And the end result is that they're better for it, that they're more beautiful for it, that they're more alive because of it. Now, look at what Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23 says. It says, His mercies begin afresh each morning. God renews his mercies, his goodness for us and towards us every day. Why? Because we need it. Because we need daily renewal. And see, God wants to renew you day by day. And I'm sure if you're honest with yourself and with God, you'll admit that you need renewal. You know, 2020 was definitely not a good year. And perhaps even these three or four weeks that we're in, in 2021, don't look too good so far. 2021 wore many people out, brought out the worst in many people. It was a weight upon our life. And after a year like 2020, we need renewal. And that is why in 2021, we're focusing and asking God and seeking God to renew us. And as we do that, we need to understand that it's a process. It's a process of restoration. And we need renewal in our mind. We need renewal in our health. We need renewal in our marriage, which by the way, we're getting ready to begin a new series on marriage. And we got something uh, on the works for the marriage ministry that I believe it's going to bless your life. We'll let you know more about that. But we also need renewal in our spiritual life in our ministry, in our business, in our relationships. And see, as we move forward, I want you to understand something. And this is the part that we don't like. Renewal is a process. It must take place day by day and continually. See, renewal is not a single moment. It's not a single action is not a once and done decision. Renewal is the result of several actions done day after day. And that's why we struggle with renewal. That's why it's so hard, although we desire it, we don't experience it because of that process. So what I want to do today is that I want to show you what scripture tells us about how we can renew ourselves day by day. And I want us to examine King Hezekiah. 
King Hezekiah was a great and good king. He was an, uh, a king that was a great example. In fact, let me show you some of the qualities. Look at what 2 Chronicles 29.1 says. It says, Hezekiah was 25 years old. So he was young when he became the king of Judah and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. So he had a pretty good reign. And then 29, uh, 2 Chronicles 29.2 tells us that he did what was pleasing in the Lord's side. And then 2 Chronicles 31.21 tells us that Hezekiah sought his God. And then 2 Chronicles 32.27 tells us that Hezekiah was a very wealthy and highly honored. And then 2 Chronicles 32.20 tells us that he succeeded in everything he did. Man, after reading that, you're probably thinking, well, it must be good to be Hezekiah. King and all, right? But see, Hezekiah is an example for us as we speak about daily renewal because where he ended was not where he started. See, we see all those good things that, that he was and that he experienced. But what makes Hezekiah a good example for renewal day by day is that where he ended is not where he began. See, Hezekiah faced a very tough situation in his kingdom. Hezekiah inherited a nation with many and great problems. It was a nation that was disobedient. It was a nation that was idolatrous. It was a nation that offered and practiced human sacrifices. A nation that was continually attacked and suffered defeat and death. And when they were attacked, many families were imprisoned into slavery. It was a nation that lived in sin and ruin and were evil reigned. So what do you think now? Would you like to be King Hezekiah? Would you like to reign under such conditions? And see, to make matters worse, or the reason things were as bad as they were, was that Hezekiah's dad had been an evil king. Hezekiah did not grow up in a godly home in a home with morals and a good example. On the contrary, 2 Chronicles 28, 24 through 25 tells us the following about Hezekiah's father. Look at what it says. Ahaz gathered together the furnishings from the temple of God and cut them into pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple and set up altars in every street corner in Jerusalem. In every town in Judea, in Judah, he built high places to burn sacrifices to other gods and arouse the anger of the Lord, the God of his ancestors. See, Hezekiah could have been, had every reason to be messed up, to continue in the example of his father and of his nation. But he didn't. On the contrary, he sought renewal. He saw the process of being transformed to be able to change, to be able to improve himself as well as his life and his nation. Hezekiah. Hezekiah is a good example of how we can have an experience renewal day by day. So I want to show you three things that Hezekiah did that will bring renewal to your life day by day. 
Now, each point, or my three points, are an acronym of the word day. And I did that with the hopes that you would memorize it, that it would be easier for you to remember. If you want to experience renewal day by day, well, then you think of the word day and you think of it, of it as an acronym. Let's look at the three things that bring renewal day by day. Number one, to renew yourself day by day, Number one, devote yourself to God. See, the people of Israel and their leaders had given their back to God. They had become distant from God. They had lived, they were living lives that offended and contradicted God. They didn't obey his regulations. They didn't seek after him. But Hezekiah, Hezekiah decided not to do what everybody else was doing. But Hezekiah proposed himself in his heart to give God his rightful place. Second Chronicles 31, 21 tells us the following. It says, Hezekiah sought his God wholeheartedly. See, when you want to renew your house, one of the first things that you do is to look for an architect. For somebody who knows how to make the changes that you want in your house. And once you find one, you have to commit to one. You have to devote yourself to one. And see, God is the master architect who can renew our lives. He knows how to bring the change that we need and that we want in our lives. And here's the thing. See, we only have enough strength. We, we have a limited amount of strength. And I want to tell you that that strength is not enough to bring renewal into your life. Many of us, we've tried it and we failed. But here's the thing, that strength, that energy that you have, when you use it to seek God, you go to the source, you go to an unlimited source of power that can bring all the renewal that you need in your life. See, that's why every day, devote yourself to God. Every day, honor him with your actions and your thoughts. Every day, make him your high priority. Every day, spend time with him in his word. When you devote yourself to God wholeheartedly, let me tell you something. It's only a matter of time before renewal happens. So D stands for devote yourself to God. A stands for admit your sin. If you want to experience, if you want to renew yourself day by day, the second thing you got to do is admit your sin. Second Chronicles 29 verses 20 and 21 say the following. Early the next morning, King Hezekiah gathered the city officials together and went up to the temple of the Lord. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven male lambs, and seven male goats as a sin offering for the kingdom. Question, why did King Hezekiah offer a sin offering? Well, because Hezekiah sought God. And when he sought, when he, when he sought God, that led him to see his condition and his need to change. He had to admit the wrong in his life. 
And see, we can't be with the good God and not see our poor and sinful nature. And this is the reason that people get put off by God. Because as they see God, they begin to see what's wrong in their life. They begin to see what needs change in their life and they're put off by it. And they're put off by it because they don't understand why God does that. Now, let me tell you something. As you seek God, as you devote to God and your sin and, your, and what's wrong in your life becomes highlighted, God doesn't do it to condemn you. He shows you what's wrong so that you can admit that you need change, so that you can admit your sin and so that he can forgive you. Because check this out, forgiveness brings renewal. Sin deteriorates. Sin kills. Sin destroys. But God's forgiveness brings renewal to our lives. See, when Hezekiah admitted his sin and, the, and that of the people of Israel, and he offered that sin offering, how did God respond? Well, let me show you how God responded. Second Chronicles 30, 20 says the following. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. Did you catch that? What did God do? He heard and he healed. See, we need to admit our sinful attitudes, our sinful thoughts, our sinful feelings that don't please God, such as lying, or revenge, or arrogance, or gossip, or murmuring, or disobedience, and many other kinds of evils. We need to admit these things. We also need to admit that we have made idols before God. And see, there's many things that can become an idol in our life. Our wealth becomes an idol. Work is an idol for many people. Possessions such as car or a home can become an idol. For many people today, their phone is an idol. They're hooked on it. They're addicted to it. Friendships or certain relationships can become an idol. Food can become an idol. That's why we practice fasting. Perfectionism can also be an idol and many other things. And see, if we want renewal, we need to admit to God. And to ourselves, the wrong, the evil, the sin in our lives. And let me tell you, when you do, you need to be sure and you need to know how God is going to respond. How is that, Pastor Nestor? Well, 1 John 1.9 tells us the following. If we make it our habit to confess our sins in his faithful righteousness, what does he do? He forgives us for those sins and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. God is willing to day by day forgive and cleanse you of all sin, of all evil. But we need to practice day by day admitting our sin. Now, there's a word that the Bible uses, and it's very key. I need to mention it as we speak about asking for forgiveness and receiving that forgiveness. And that's the word repent. See, repent doesn't mean that we only recognize our sin. But repent means that we recognize it and that we turn away from it. That we seek to change that behavior, that attitude, those thoughts. 
we don't just recognize sin. We turn from it. And day by day, we have the opportunity to get close to God, to repent and separate ourselves from what is bad because repentance brings renewal. So day, so D stands for devote. A stands for admit and Y stands for yive. Yive restoration time. And you're probably thinking, pastor, did you make this word up? No, I didn't. Yive means to give. You know, I got to admit, it was pretty challenging to find an, an action word that started with Y, but I found it. And yive means to give. And why do I say that we need to yive or we need to give restoration time? Well, because restoration takes time. Ask anybody who has renewed their house. It always takes longer than planned. My good friend Manolo, who you uh, know because he often does the greeting and the announcement and, and preaches, he he was been sharing with me that they've been renewing their house and they started way before Christmas and they thought that they would be done by now, but they are not. Why? Well, restoration always takes time. And see, here's the key thing. We fail to experience renewal not because God isn't faithful or not because God isn't working in our lives. Here's the reason why. You ready? Because we're impatient. Because we want change and we want it now. And restoration takes time. See, we have to day by day devote to God. We have to day by day admit our sins. And we have to day by day, yeave restoration time, give restoration time. Look at some of the things that Hezekiah did in his desire for renewal. You ready? I'm going to give you quite a few verses, okay? 2 Chronicles 29, 11 says, In the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. Because remember, his father has shut them down. And then 2 Chronicles 29, 11 tells us and said, Listen to me. Consecrate yourselves now. Remove all defilement from the sanctuary. And then in 2 Chronicles 29, 11, he says the following. The priest went into the sanctuary of the temple of the Lord to, clean, to, clean, to cleanse it. They took out to the temple courtyard all the defiled things they found. And then last but not least, 2 Chronicles 30, 14. They removed the altars in Jerusalem. And cleared away the incense altars and threw them into the Kidron Valley. Question. Why do I share all these things? Well, here, here, here's why. Here's my question. Do you think that as Hezekiah went about doing these things, bringing about these changes, bringing about these reform, that everybody was in unison with him, that everybody agreed to him, that everybody was happy about it? You ready for this? No, they were not. They were not. You know, it's hard to change habits. It's hard to bring change into our lives, into our marriage, into our family. I mean, come on, those of you that, that, that are parents, 
How hard is it to bring change into your family and say, okay, when we're having dinner, no one's on their phone and the TV's not on. I'm pretty sure that, that, that you've tried that. And I'm pretty sure that the majority of us, we've experienced how difficult that is. Even in our own lives. And we're the ones who desire that change. See, I've been reading... You're, you're probably thinking, well, pastor, well, I've been doing these things and I don't see change. For example, you maybe say, I, I, I've been reading my Bible for three weeks now since the year began. And by the way, I'm still inviting you to join my wife and I in reading the Bible through, throughout the whole year. And you're probably saying, I've been reading my Bible and I don't see any change, pastor. I started tithing and I'm still broke and without a job. I said, I'm sorry, and they still hold a grudge. I stopped being so angry, and people still judge me. I don't see change. Well, here's what I would say to you. Don't give up. Give it time. Give it time. Listen, if you are devoting yourself to God, if you are admitting your sin, if you're repenting from sin, well, let me tell you, give it time. It's only a matter of time before renewal happens in your life. Now, if you're saying, well, I don't see change, but you're not devoted to God. If you're not repenting of sin in your life, well, then you need to start then. You can't expect change if you don't devote and you don't repent from your sin. Here, listen, here's why you shouldn't give up. Because every day that you don't give up, you are a step closer to the change that you're waiting for. If you don't give up, today you are closer than you were yesterday, than you were last week to the renewal that you desire in your life. When we don't give up, when we wake up every day and we say, I am going to wait patiently, I am going to trust patiently to God, you are closer today than you were yesterday, than you were last week, than you were a month ago, than you were a year ago. And see, that's why we've titled this sermon, How to Renew Yourself Day by Day, because it takes every day. Look at what Galatians 6, 9 says. You're, you may be familiar with this verse. It says, do not let yourselves get tired of doing good. If you don't what? Give up. We will get what is coming to us at the right time. Listen, it's no secret that the key to not giving up is to devote to God every day. To remove sin from our lives every day. Because one will strengthen, will give you strength, hope, vigor, and determination and the other will remove the weight, the obstacles, and free you up. When you devote to God, you're infused with his presence. And when you repent of your sin, when you admit your sin and change, it sets you free. And when we do those things, we can renew ourselves day by day. You know, when you devote to God, and you admit your sin, and when you yive restoration time, God will restore you. Everything you've lost, everything the enemy has taken away, everything that poor decisions has stolen, God can renew it. And I want to tell you that it's not too late. Some of you may be thinking, no, it's too late, Pastor. No, it's not. He can restore your health. 
He can restore your mind. He can restore your relationships. He can restore your purity. He can restore your family. He can restore your innocence. He can restore your destiny. And he can restore your purpose. God can restore whatever needs restoration in your life. So what have you lost? What needs renewal in your life? What has the enemy, what has sin, what has your sinful choices caused you to lose in your life? Be it financial, emotional, or in your health, whatever it is, listen to me. I have good news for you. I have good, truthful, and solid news for you. God is a God of renewal. And let me tell you, he can take the remaining years of your life and make them the best years of your life. You know, as we come to the end of our fast, which by the way, we're proud of you. I am so encouraged by the fact that many of you are fasting. And as you heard my wife say, if you didn't fast and, 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 and you're sensing that God is inviting you to, I want to encourage you, do it. In fact, if you get in touch with me, I might just join you in it if it means that you'll do it. But as we come to the end of our fast, my belief is, my prayer is, my desire is that God would bring renewal to your life. I am praying for you, church. I am praying for God's supernatural restoration in your life. Whatever trial you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how big the mountain is, or even in the midst of experiencing lost, I want you to know that you can find God and that God can bring renewal. My God, your God, our God is a God that can restore. It's a God that can renew. It's a God that can make all things new with his presence. So I encourage you, renew yourself day by day. Devote yourself to God. Admit your sin in your life and give restoration time. Before we dismiss, I'd like to make an invitation. If you today, if you need renewal in your life, I want you to know that God offers it to you. And his renewal begins by giving you a new heart. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, maybe you know about him. Maybe you quote unquote believe in him. But if you don't have a relationship, if you've never asked him to forgive you of your sin and invited him into your life, I want to tell you that you need him. That he can renew your life. That it's not too late. That you're not a lost cause. That you're not the exception. That he loves you. That he died on the cross to be able to renew your life through his power. And his renewal begins by giving you a new heart. Look at what he seek you 36, 26 says. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your, your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender and responsive heart. Do you want Jesus today? Do you want to invite Jesus into your life? It would be my pleasure to lead you in that decision, in that prayer, to accept Jesus into your life so that his power can renew your life. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, 
I need you as my Savior. Please forgive me of my sins. I open my heart for you to come live in me. I want to know you and I want to follow you from today on. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, congratulations if you made that prayer. I want you to know that God declares you, that he's already made you into a new person. We want to encourage you to stay connected to the church, to get in God's word. If you don't have a Bible, would you get in touch with us? We would love to be able to celebrate with you this decision, but we would also like to be able to put a Bible in your hand so that you can know your new identity, so that you can walk in this new life that God offers you and that brings renewal. You. Please get in touch with us. Either send us a message, uh, send us an email, call our office number. They'll appear on the screen and uh, let us know. We would love to be able to celebrate with you. Well, until next time, may the peace of God guard your hearts and mind. May his joy be your strength. We love you. Be safe and may his presence renew your life day by day. Mm -hmm.